Good morning. How are you today, diary? It's June the 13th. Wow, Gemini season. Happy birthday, Daddy. Your birthday was on June the 9th. You're out there somewhere in Legion Field. Maybe you're in the Gulf Six. Maybe you're resting in heaven. Maybe you're resting in hell. I don't know because I'm alive and I don't know what the dead knows, which is nothing. So I know your spirit man can hear me. So happy birthday to you, daddy. <laughs> Good morning to all of you listeners out there, all eight of you. <sighs> Selah, I love you guys. Um, good morning. I was just sitting here thinking and um, talking to God, as I often do. I believe that this is truly my call to talk to God about the things that go on in this earth. I believe that I am blessed and highly favored for doing so. And I believe that this is my world. I believe that this is your world. And I believe that we all can have the things that we want if we just apply ourselves. I was just sitting here thinking, and I said, let me just record this on my diary because it's going to one day make a lot of sense to a lot of people. And I want to know that we can all get there if we just purposely do what social media has taught us in the last three years. Let's think about this for a moment. If we do what social media has taught us in the last three years, I think we could really see what the Bible talks about. You know, I told you guys in 2019 that we had made it to the tree of life. 2020, I told you guys that we were in the lake of fire and that in 2021, God said it was going to be a dynamite and explosive year. Well, if we look at the things that God has said to us over the last three years and we use those things as if we were looking at social media, let's say Facebook, for example. When I was on Facebook, I became a Facebook influencer. That may not be much to some of you. That may be a lot to some of you. To me, it was just another level that I was on at the same level that I've always been on. I've always been an influencer. I was always someone who people came to it for advice. I've always been a master teacher. I've always been a guru and all those things that I have been. But on each level that I live or each level that I'm on or each opportunity that we have to go around the sun, we have an opportunity to elevate, to grow to be exalted, to be lifted up. In life, the school of life that we're in, we have these particular opportunities that we place before ourselves. And if we use life and we view life as we do social media, then what we can do is change reality. So let's take a look at that latest video of that flight attendant calling out 
people for their behavior. I personally commend that flight attendant. I commend him 100% because he sat up there on that microphone and used his authority in the best way that he could use his authority without hurting himself or hurting others. He called out the people who were being rude. He called out the people who were being angry. He were calling out the people who were ranting and raving. He were calling out the people who were throwing tantrums and losing self-control, which is what I taught back in 2017, 2018. Stay centered in yourself. If we use life as we view social media, I think as a people... We could change the world and really make this place a beautiful home for everyone to enjoy. Like I said on one of the posts that Governor Cory Booker posted about the marijuana growing in numbers and how there's so many people basically incarcerated and have been hurt by the government and the world for Just simply trying to feed their families and take care of their needs without being a slave to another person that are incarcerated right now. It's wrong and I'm waiting to see what the world does because I have spoken about these things to God. I want us to really get to the place that God intended for us to be if all of the religion is true quote fingers if all the religion is true then god is love every book says it every book says that god is love love comes with a multitude of goodness within itself but if you don't show love then you don't know god and there's no way that you could know your brother your sister your mother your father the neighbor next door the people that you work with on your job your lover Even the ones that you creep with and you don't want anyone to know that you do. See, there's this old saying that old heads used to say back in the day. They would say, to thyself be true. I've heard that a lot in my 53 years of living. To thyself be true. Well, that flight attendant on that airline... He was true to himself that day. And by him being true to himself that day, he was true to a lot of people. But the demons that the world has believed in and the devil that the world has believed in, which is only your lesser self. Like I told my once brother, I used to have a brother that's born of blood and born of the womb. My mother's child. I once told my brother that you don't have OCD. You don't have all these things, PDSD and all these initials. You was not born with that. They did not put that on that certificate of birth, that certificate that is worth a lot of money. They didn't put that on that certificate. You just developed an anger, bitter ass, mean ass, nasty ass, bitchy ass side of yourself. And you found a way to take that bitchiness 
and put it on something that this world will allow you to go out here and not be your most excellent self. That does not represent the gods that we know. I don't know a god in a book of religion from Hinduism, Buddhism, Christianity, any of these religions or any of these books that we have read. I don't know a god in there that was weak. I don't know a God in there that was bipolar or schizophrenic because every character that he created, he also had personality traits to go along with him, which created excellence in itself. That's why I said John won won so much on Facebook as an influencer. I always spoke John one and one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And it talks about how the word became life. But the man did not comprehend it. If you cannot comprehend, the first part of the definition of comprehend means to act. I explained this to you all in 2018 to 2019. 2000, it was, I'll say, yes, that was the time frame. If you look at my videos, you will hear me speaking about comprehension, discernment, equals thy truth. One day I was speaking about getting married and all of a sudden God God said to me, comprehension, discernment, and truth. And I said in the video, God, where did that come from? So I'll go with it. And I began to take notes and I wrote on the video everything that God was speaking to me, I gave to the people. Well, in this position that I'm in, I'm looking at things as they are every single day and I'm calling things out and I'm asking you all as followers and believers and like spirits or whatever it is that allows you to follow me and to even to listen to my words is God. Everything that I do, everything that I think of, everything that I smell, everything that I taste, everything that I can act on, anything that we can possibly imagine is God to me. I just finished uh, 21 days of dancing with God, and I'm going to start it back again because I had so much fun, and I really enjoyed it. And I took my relationship with God to a whole nother level in that time frame of the 21 days of dancing with God. And in that time, I realized so much how much the love of God... I'm going to say that one more time. The love of God. In that 21 days, I realized that the love of God can take me through anything to anything. It just does so much for me. It transforms my even physical body just to do 21 days of dancing with God. I bring God into my physical. I bring God into my physical with everything I've done in my life. That's a little golden nugget for you all out there. I'm going to say that one more time. I bring God into everything that I do. I bring him into my physical life. Because, see, faith is the evidence of things that you cannot see. I have faith in every name of every God that the Word can exist in.
I'm getting ready to go visit a doctor in the physical realm. Over the last two and a half years, I've been healing my physical body. Because everything that you put within your temple, your sanctuary, your holy place, your physical body, your life source, your being, you're human, right? (laughs) Well, everything that you are, everything that you think, everything that you put in your physical body gives a physical reality. Because what happens is your thoughts, your actions, and all those things are one. And each word that you think of, if you know the definition, just think about it like this. When we were in school and they would have us to say a word. And then they would tell you what is the meaning of the word. And you would have to look up the meaning of the word as a noun. You would have to look at the meaning of the word if it could be an adjective or an adverb or whatever. You would have to look at the meaning of the word. Once you would learn the meaning of the word, you would have to know, well, what word compares to this word, meaning similar and same things. So you would go to other books like the Thesaurus and all those other books, cyclopedias, yada, yada, yada. Researching what this word means so that when you become conscious... Listen to my use of my words. When you become conscious of the word that you're using, when you cast it from your lips, when it rolls off your tongue into your atmosphere, which is this world that we live in. Listen to me now. Still talking about the flight attendant. The flight attendant that day became like God. G-O-D. The universal good source of love. He became like God because his love was being crucified at that moment. His love for his job, his love for what he does as the service for the people, because they could literally put you on a flight and pack you in there like they do sardines in a can. They could literally pack you in there lying on top of one another. With no food, no restroom, no anything. But instead they give you a service. And they provide for you help. Even in this midst of trouble that we have been in in 2020 and 2021. I told you all you would get a dynamite and explosive harvest. For the things that you have done in God's green earth. We have gone through the lake of fire. It is now time for us to stand up in his earth and be held accountable for our actions. Just like I was in Ikea a couple of days ago. For those of you that don't know, I have been gone on vacation for a whole month. I went to Prayerfield East for a whole month. And I thought I was just going home to visit my family and just do some chores back home that my family needed done that they may not have been able to do themselves and just love on those that love on me. So when I got home, I got busy doing my interior decorating things that I've been doing. 
and I decorated my best friend's house. When I got there, there was some things going on that was not like normal. So I had to check those things and put those things in order. And once I did, I did the things that I did. And I stayed there with my family and friends and loved on everybody for as long as I could for those who wanted my love. Once I left home, I came back home. My children had totally redecorated my bedroom like I was doing in Augusta. When I was in Augusta, I told God, I said, God, I love decorating for people. I said, and I love for things to be beautiful, even if the person cannot afford these beautiful, lavish things, I could still make it beautiful with a dime. Because I know so much. I know so much about a home. Even if I look at my life last year when I was going through the lake of fire, I went through real estate school and I aced it. I made an A in that class, an A plus as a matter of fact. And real estate is everything that I know about building a home. My uncles and my grandfathers have built pretty much all of Augusta and Evans, Georgia. Every house there, they probably have either put towel in it or bricked it up. So Augusta, Georgia was made by my family. And I think to myself, I know that this world can be as beautiful as a single house. Because if you look at the single house, what God said to me a few months ago, and my daughter said, oh, my mom, that is so profound. I was sitting right here where I'm sitting at now, and we were all out here on the patio just talking and laughing and having a good time. And I laughed to myself because I was talking to God while they were talking amongst each other. And God said to me, brotherhood is as beautiful as a cemetery. And when I I saw that, I was looking across the street at the houses in the neighborhood and how they were beautifully aligned and how the palm trees and the flowers and everything looked so beautiful from house to house. And when God said those words, the houses instantly became the cemetery and the plots in the cemetery. Because if the neighbors don't know the neighbors next to them, they're no different than being in a cemetery that you're lying next to a neighbor or a family member that you didn't even know because you didn't live your truth. To God be the glory for thy truth. And to thyself, you must be true because you are only the God that can project who you are. If you're not true to yourself, then why are you trying to be true to your mother? Why are you trying to be true to your father? Why are you trying to be true to God if you don't be true to yourself? Because if you don't be true to yourself, you will never be able to do what it is time for us to do in this 5G reality. We have to now live from our hearts. We have to now live our truth. We have to think about things, of course, but you can't act on what you think always. You have to follow your heart from this moment forward. We are no longer in the lake of fire. And for those people who still are, they got until the end of this year to get out of the lake themselves. Why do you think God gave that flight attendant the, uh, the guts the understanding, the leadership, 
the goodwill to stand up and use his authority in a right way and not in a wrong way by making the person accountable for their actions against them because they're not to be treated wrong when they're there for your service. That's what people in this world are forgetting. That's why so many people have been slaves because service is a gift from God. Didn't Jesus say, do as I do? He got down on his knees and cleaned someone's feet. Your feet are your territory. He said, do as I do the servers. The flight attendants are servers on an airline. It's just like going to a restaurant. And you have a server. The server doesn't work for the restaurant. The server works for you. The restaurant only pays the server taxes for having you there for them. But you get up from the table. Do you serve them for serving you? Or did you run them back and forth, back and forth and mistreat them when your food was wrong and they didn't cook it? All they did was serve you. Hmm. Let's look at that with Jesus when he was in the book in the Bible, when he was sitting at the last supper. He served. He served indeed by passing forth the bread and the cup. He served By speaking to his father in prayer as he blessed the food. That's just like the people that dress the food and bring it to you. That's the blessing on it. And you're going to sit there and gobble it up in greed. Greed is killing you. Greed has killed every man, woman, boy or girl that has ever crossed over into it. Greed is like envy which is as cruel as the grave greed will take you down to the ground when there's no need to be greedy when the world is yours the world is mine the world is ours we have been gifted this world by an eternal source that we don't even really understand or comprehend john one and one When we have all the tools necessary from the years and years and years and years and years since this time began and we began to record things. Every day, some archaeologist is digging up some beautiful artifacts that our forefathers had. We can do better. I'm not an influencer anymore because I just told them on Facebook, listen, If you want to follow me, I'm leaving Facebook now and I'm going to another medium. And I told them I was coming here to anchor. And if they wanted to follow me, then follow me here. Because you don't have to see me to hear me. I have a podcast now and this is what I call home. This is my diary. I speak very openly. I speak very honestly. And I tell the truth. As I see it for my life on that level at that individual moment, because with knowledge in my life comes change. God told me that's one thing that he likes about me. And I will always have that as a character trait, because like grandma said, you get old, you get set in your ways. And I've been having that same character trait ever since God told me in March of 2000 that he liked it. 
and that he didn't want me to change, I still have it. And I share that with you too. So if that'll work for your life, apply it to your life. Because everything that I am, you are. Everything that you are, I am, good and bad. I might not think about it when you think about it because my wisdom walk and my now walk and my knowledge walk and my understanding walk for my future is not where yours is or where yours was because our foundation was not totally the same. Even identical twins do not walk the same path, the same journey, share the same God, share the same beliefs. All the same things are not going to be evident in identical twins. It is just how God is because he uniquely qualified each and every one of us in so many different ways to identify us individually from every man, woman, boy that has ever walked this earth since this earth has been known to be in man's existence. No matter whether it was a big bang, no matter whether it was the word, no matter how we got here, we have to grow the more you know, the better you should be. I hold you accountable for your actions, just like the flight attendant. I commend you. I didn't catch your name. I just heard half of the video. I didn't even look at it all. I'm going to go back and do that. But you sparked life. And I'm grateful for you because I've asked God, where are the people that are standing up in this world doing what is right? Because we got to have it. Because now the last is no longer last. The last is first. Like I told my daughter Shayla the other day. She was telling me that she wants to do some different stuff. I said, well, do it. This is your world. Experience it all. Don't just stop at one place. Visit them all. Open every door that is in front of you. If you want to stand in the mall and walk through every door in that mall, it's a different reality for you each and every door you walk into. So make the most of it. Be the light that walks through the door. Remember, the darkness should be burning up in the lake of fire. The lake of fire began in 2020. The lake of fire began when we made it to the tree of life because only those that are doing right will experience the goodness of this world when all of us are walking on our higher echelon, on our higher self, on our higher plateau, on our higher point. On top of the pyramid, it looks different than it does at the bottom of the pyramid. Even the visual aspects of looking out into the region looks different from the top of the pyramid that it does at the bottom. I am at the top and I am going further in life because my harvest seeds have always been that I am in this garden. Why did I say that? Well, when I read the Bible, it helped me to understand basic instructions before leaving earth. The Bible said that God put Adam and Eve in the earth. Well, hell, I'm in the earth. Adam is out here somewhere in this damn earth. I feel like what this is telling me is that I have to tend my garden. That means whatever I do in this world, it's going to give me a harvest. So I knew enough as a little girl when my grandmother had me on her farm in her in the country with the white picket fence. That's why I said I got to get me some land so I can do what my grandmama did because I loved her lifestyle. 
I want the garden with the field peas and all the tomatoes and the cows and the pigs and all that stuff my grandma had. I want it because that's how you're supposed to live. Tend your garden, raise your food, feed your family. But so many of us don't want to be in control of self and they want others to be in control, maybe because of their programming or whatever they've gone through, their theory that got them where they are. Is their wisdom concentrated on comprehending and discerning to find a better truth? Or are they staying with their initials? Are they staying stuck and stagnant in a place that they can really flourish from? I don't know. But all I got to say is your relationships need to be evaluated in every aspect of your life, guys. You, I'm going to say that one more time. Your relationships or your ships, S-H-I-P-S, your ships need to be reevaluated and see, are they strong enough to take you where you're going? Not where you've been, but where you are going. It is time for a transitional shift. We're in Mercury retrograde right now. What that means is everything is pulling away from you. Let it go if it is. That is my best advice. If things are pulling away from you, just like that flight attendant sat up there and said, wait a minute. Why are y'all treating us like that? We don't have food to eat. We don't have such and such and such either. We're all in this together. So why are you attacking? Why are you starting to be vulgar? Why are you losing control of yourself? What is making you lose control? Because all you have to do is rest on a flight. What is making you so uptight that you have to be connected to whatever it is in the world so bad that it makes you lose your character of excellence? What is it in the world that makes you do those type of things? You have to ask yourself a lot of questions in life. And you don't need to be asking your damn friends because your friends haven't figured out their fucking life either. I learned that years ago. I told God, why would I want to ask another imperfect human being their opinion? I will listen to their wisdom. I will listen to the things that they tell me that they've been through and I would apply it to my life. But I, their advice, their advice is just like my advice or my opinion. I'll take it. But you'll weigh it. That don't mean you're going to do everything that it says because it might not apply to where you're going. You got to always keep your eyes on where you are going. That's what I'm so angry about in this world. Now I want to take an accountability for something else. And I want y'all to hear me and hear me good. I am Mama Cam. 314 on Instagram. I am Cam Wallace. Or Kamala Wallace, C-A-M-E-L-A-W-A-L-L-A-C-E on Facebook and Instagram. Those are my government names. And I'm not afraid to use my government names because I know that I have sown good seeds in God's earth. So those are my government names and those are my government pages if you need to find me. I 
believe that I was born as a gift to this world. First, I was born as a gift to my parents. I'm going to bag up and say this in the correct order that I feel that I should say it in. I believe that God sent me to this world as a gift to my mother and my father. My father, you already know who he was. I was a gift to them, a gift of love. Then I became a gift of love to my friends, my outside family, my co-workers, my uh, people in my salon, whoever, my, my clients. I became a gift to all of them in my mind because in my mind, I knew that I made their life better by being in their life. No matter how they physically felt about me in any way, shape, form, or fashion, that's between them and their God and their understanding. But for me, I knew that everybody's life I've ever been in, I have been nothing but a blessing to them. And I'm going to say that to the day I die. I know that I have been nothing but a blessing. Even the people that I might have had an offense with, I know before I had that offense with them, I was a blessing to them before I was an offense or a vengeance. And when I went home um, last month, when I went home in May, everybody at home told me the exact same thing at different times within that 30 plus days of me being there. Everybody told me the exact same thing. I don't mean no harm, Cam, but I got to say something to you. And I hope I don't hurt your feelings. I was like, you know damn well you ain't finna hurt my feelings. And they was like, listen, first my best friend, Sheila Yancey. Sheila said, Cam, I don't mean no harm. I love you, but I got to just say something. I said, well, friend, you can say whatever you want to say. She said, Cam, ever since you left us, things have not been the same. She said, I'm not just talking about my hair. She said, everything is different since you left us. And I looked at her. I said, uh-uh-uh, I didn't leave you. I said, if you look at me, I told you that once I moved in Vegas, I'll come back every three months. And I have been doing everything that I said that I would do. Have I not? And she said, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I said, so I never left. I said, and as far as your hair, I'm, I'm retired, but your hair I always do your hair. You're my best friend, you know, and I said, all you have to do is just let me know you want it done. When you had when I left and I, you know, she found another stylist. It was like, hey, she's good now, you know, but she let me know it's not good. And then I had my other best friend and another friend tell me the same exact words verbatim. I spoke to my godmother and she said the same words and everybody was just saying the same thing. My cousin's husband uh, my cousin called me and her husband got on the phone. He was like, listen, I don't know what's going on, but since you left, he said, my wife's hair ain't got no life in it. He said, it don't look right. It don't feel right. It ain't growing at all. And he said, I just need you to do my wife's hair. I said, well, I told y'all I would be back every three months and I've been coming, but she had found someone and I thought she was happy. So I'm not I'm not in hair anymore. So that's not my first thought, you know. So I ended up doing hair while I was home and interior decorating. So I came back and I was exhausted. I was like, I got to rest, but I didn't. I kept going. So life is about us comprehending ourselves 
And I said all that just so that you guys can know. It's about love. It's about accountability. It's about doing for others. When I was home putting this together my friend's room and doing whatever I could do, I heard God speak to me when I was painting the, the closet door. God said to me, he said, Habitat for Humanity. He said, I got you doing for them because I'm doing for you. And when I got back home, my kids had redecorated my entire room, bought me a queen size bed, took my art and put it up on the wall and just made my room so beautiful and brought me new curtains. And I was like, wow, I was so blown away when I when I got home. God said it. He said, I'm doing for you. It's just like he said in the Bible. I prepare a table for you in the presence of thine enemies. Who is the enemy? It's you. It's what you're doing inside of yourself for someone else. I was literally painting and decorating my best friend's bedroom and her bathroom. And I got back home and my bedroom was totally decorated and furnished. I left with just a mattress on the floor because I had gotten rid of everything else. And I get back and I have everything. Beautiful wall decor and everything. I was very grateful because it's like being at the tree of life. What does that mean? I said that God told us in 2019 that we had made it to the tree of life. But 2020 meant that we had to go through the lake of fire. The lake of fire was 2020 and 2021 was a dynamite and explosive harvest of the fire. So if you're in the fire and you're doing things that you're not supposed to do, shit just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse because you've sown that for the last 11 years or the last 21 years. So you're going to reap a dynamite and explosive harvest of the things that you have done. If you've done good and sowed good in the last 11 to 21 years, you will reap good. I keep telling y'all what God tells me. He means it for everybody in the world. Whoever wants to believe in it, just take it and run with it because it's not going to lie. Even if you don't take it and run with it, you'll remember it because you'll see it in reality because you didn't hurt it. I done planted the seed in your head. It's just like if I tell you that your damn girlfriend looked like a fucking goddamn wildebeest or a warthog or, or a roach. Every time you see that person, you see beauty before I said that. But I planted that seed in your head. And now when you say, well, you know, look at her nose. It does kind of look like a little warthog. It's kind of up in the air and it's like little oink oinkish. Seriously, you would really, really, really start to look at that girl differently. No matter how much you love her, you'll always see that little expression of that warthog, that roach or that wildebeest. It's just life, guys. If you comprehend the word, you'll understand that some words you need to block away. You need to dismiss some conversations you just shouldn't have with people. Period. Remain in control of yourself and your surroundings at all times. I think the world will be a better place. For those of us in positions of power, you misuse your power like the lady at Ikea. When I walked out and I said, shit, I don't have to spend my money here because you're looking at me as a black lady. And you want to down me as a black person. You don't want me to shop at Ikea because I'm black. 
That's the only reason why she didn't want me to shop there. So you know what I did? I took my debit card, which is cash. I took my debit card right out of the damn store and I told her to put all 600 and something dollars of that shit back. Have fun. Because you just let green walk out the door. You didn't let black walk out the door because I'm going to be black to the day I damn die in this motherfucker. And when I die, I heard we get even darker. So the way I see it, she'll be black one day damn too. I took my green $600 debit card, which I was finna drop in there buying all this shit to finish decorating my house the way I want my house to be. Nope. You got to make people held accountable. You're mistreating me because I look a certain way to your uneducated. That's what I don't like about what's going on right now. Every time I get on Facebook, every time I get on Facebook and I read something, it says white this, Asian that, black this. When did we become the divided colors of the United States? When did we become the divided races of the United States? When did we become so less human that we have to be characterized with black, white? When, guys, somebody please tell me what the fuck is going on with these labels. A label goes on a product. Are you a product of America or are you American? Who are we today? I'm going to ask you guys because the forefathers saw one thing. But I don't see it because a lot of people don't want to hold themselves accountable. But I'm asking valid questions. Will you share this so that other people can hear this and ask the same question so that we can get this shit solved? Nope. Most people won't because people like mess. A lot of people are really like Trump. That's why they couldn't stand him because they were looking at a partial reflection of themselves. Seriously. Just like I said, Trump was a silver spoon kid just like I am. There was no difference in Trump than there is with me, according to God. God is not a respecter person. God loves all of his children for just what the fuck you want to be in this earth. But now that we're in the lake of fire and gone through the lake of fire and made it to the tree of life, the tree of life was the promise of good. The tree of life was the promise of the new heaven and the new earth. As above, so below. Heaven can't be doing good and we down here fucking doing bad or we still in the fucking fire. So what I see with the airline situation, what I see with all these fightings and mass shootings is we still don't know who the fuck we are as a group of people in God's earth. Why don't the fuck you know who the fuck you are? And why are you trying to control other people instead of just control yourself? Why do you think the government and everybody else has to say what what you do when you just have to control yourself? Mama K, I'm asking you some serious ass shit, just like even with the Monique thing, the comedian Monique thing with the wearing the slippers and the head shit. And and night clothes, what the fuck does it matter? Somebody put a fucking label on a fucking product and gave it a fucking reason for the fuck you to use it. Tell me when has a black person ever got any clout, ever got any grace, ever got any mercy, ever spared their fucking life dressed up in a motherfucking suit and tie. We got black people that was hung from trees in their Sunday best. 
Sometimes people just don't want to put on airs for the next motherfucker. Auntie, I love you. I've been a fan of yours, but I don't feel like you're genuine with what you said. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm speaking my truth as Mama Cam. My truth says this. When I looked at your video in the beginning of that video before you gave your rant, you had to advertise yourself, Monique. You asked the question I seen on another post on Facebook. You asked the question, what's the difference between you and Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle don't, don't have to advertise himself. When Dave Chappelle is talking about life issues, Dave Chappelle just get up there and talk about the fucking life issues. He don't promote the concert before he say what he got to say. And every time I've watched your videos, I've never made it to the end of your video or even more than, than 15 to 16 uh, 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 after whatever you promoting. I hear you're promoting. I said, that's all she wanted to do is promote. So the rant don't really matter. Because you were promoting. Everything in life has decency and order. What God taught me. So guess what? If a black person wants to be in the airport in their slippers, they probably don't call those slippers. They probably call them fucking shoes. Because they're covering their feet. Which is what a shoe is. A slipper is just a category of a shoe. People give too many fucking labels to products. People are not products. And I have, I'm a master cosmetologist for almost 40 years. I worked as a master cosmetologist. And any one of my clients could tell you today that I've never told them to roll their hair at night. I've never told them to wrap their hair at night. And I've never told them that they had to wear a bonnet or should wear a bonnet. I don't even think it's appropriate for a black woman to get in the bed with a bonnet on. But if that's what she chooses to do, that is her right to choose that for her life. If she wants to wear a bonnet to the airport, it's no different to me as a master cosmetologist than a person that wears another person's hair on their head. Because the Bible says that the hair is the crowning glory of the woman. So a hair hat is no different to me than a bonnet for a black woman. If that's what she chooses to wear. It's her privilege. So having said that, I totally disagree with what Auntie Mo said. Because black people ain't never got nowhere for the way they fucking dress. When we all came here naked. And we will all leave here naked unless somebody put a fucking suit on you or a dress and lay your ass in that coffin or casket. And that's just how I feel about it. Even when I look at my stepmother, I still love her to this day. I still honor her to this day because that is the position that God gave her. She acted the way that she felt that she should have done. Everything that she did, she did it out of whatever was in her heart. She acted the way that she was supposed to act in my returns i acted the way that i've acted i feel the way that i feel and i feel that this is the way god wants it to be i love everything that she did when god said that my father's seed was in the lake of fire and he said we was in the lake of fire in 2020 when my father passed away and she literally physically in the physical reality burned him listen to me now in the physical reality my stepmother burned my father's body and went against all of his wishes for whatever happened with them. But after that, I had said, 
after the information of the night of the funeral, I said, I should have changed everything that I'd done because I I felt like my dad had duped me into forgiving him. And I said, I should have put a knife in my dad's chest because that would have made his suit in that casket be more authentic. And my son and my daughter looked at me and they said, Mama? And I said, what? They said, do you remember we went to the escape room? And I was like, yeah. They said, Mama, the escape room we went to was called Seven Deadly Sins. And guess what we had to do to get out the last room? I said, what? They said, there was a man in a coffin. We had to put the knife in the man's heart. So my kids, two days before I said that, my kids had already done it two days prior to me speaking that. So in the physical realm, everything that I desired for my father had got done because I felt like as a doctor.